The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic. Men, did you know that one in six men will develop prostate cancer in their lifetime? For more health information, visit clevelandclinic.org slash mention it. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202. Here's today's Big Idea for Monday, September 11th. Hurricane Irma would have killed vastly more people in the past. Five deaths related to the hurricane have now been confirmed in Florida. Two of the victims died in a car crash just south of Tampa on Sunday. A sheriff's deputy who had been stationed in an evacuation shelter overnight and was driving home to pick up more supplies and a corrections officer who was on his way to work. Any loss of life like this is an absolute tragedy and the death toll is certain to go up. But it's remarkable the extent to which the human cost of a storm so destructive and powerful as Irma can be mitigated. For context, at least 6,000 people died when a Category 4 hurricane unexpectedly made landfall in Galveston, Texas in September 1900. There are several other storms that may have actually been less powerful than Irma, yet caused vastly more deaths. So what's happening? Well, obviously forecasting has improved dramatically over the past century. We didn't have satellites 115 years ago. So is the quality of construction and zoning laws. Government officials of both parties are also more willing to order mandatory evacuations. Better roads and equipment make it easier to extract people from harm's way. While many still die from big hurricanes, Hurricane Katrina, for example, took about 1,200 lives in 2005, the causes of death are very different than they used to be. Many of the deaths that now follow a big storm come in the days and weeks afterwards, especially if there are power outages. Carbon monoxide poisoning often leads the list. People turn on generators inside the house, or they put on gas stoves and grills and don't realize that they've come back on. After Hurricane Ike hit the Texas coast in 2008, including Galveston, 74 people died, but the largest percentage of those were killed by carbon monoxide poisoning. One more factor that's really a big change from the past, hubris. It's the most interesting theme in Eric Larson's book about the 1900 Galveston hurricane. The nation back then was swollen with pride and technological confidence. Experts knew a storm was coming, but they had no idea how intense it was or what course it would take. That said, they thought that they knew, and it was totally wrong. The more we study, the more we realize how much we still don't know. Even though our forecasts today are vastly more accurate, they include much more nuance and acknowledge uncertainty in a way they didn't used to. Back in 1900, when the Galveston hurricane happened, There was talk of controlling the weather. In 2017, we know better. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, President Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, declared war against the Republican congressional leadership. In an interview that aired Sunday night on CBS's 60 Minutes, he blamed Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan for failing to enact the president's agenda, specifically getting health care done. Bannon said that Trump firing James Comey as FBI director was the biggest mistake, quote, maybe in modern political history. He said if Trump hadn't fired Comey, there would be no special counsel. Bannon also suggested that Trump's decision to punt DACA to Congress last week with a six-month deadline for action was, quote, extremely unwise. He even predicted that that could cost Republicans the House in 2018 by underscoring divisions among GOP officials. Number two. Russia is readying for major war games this week, simulating a plan for war with NATO. The exercise will show off a military that has been transformed under Vladimir Putin into an effective force that has deployed to Syria and Ukraine in recent years. Moscow insists the exercises are purely for a defensive scenario, 
At NATO headquarters in Brussels, senior officials say their intelligence services are closely monitoring Russia as it draws up its military alongside their borders. They say Moscow's unwillingness to open the exercises to observation raises the risk of unplanned conflict stemming from misunderstandings. Number three, today is the 16th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Thousands of victims, relatives, survivors, and rescuers are expected to gather at the World Trade Center to commemorate those who died in the deadliest attack on American soil. At the White House, President Trump will lead a moment of silence before attending an observance event at the Pentagon. Vice President Pence is slated to deliver remarks at the Flight 93 National Memorial in Pennsylvania. Construction remains underway at that site, and on Sunday, ground was broken for a 98-foot-tall tower honoring the passengers aboard that flight. A new memorial on Long Island is also being dedicated today. It's not just to those who lost their lives on 9-11, but also those who died of illnesses stemming from the attack. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, September 11th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.